Welcome to the Give This Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Kai. This podcast is sponsored by the GPS Island Program, which Forbes has stated helps entrepreneurs become professional speakers. For more information, go to ChristopherKai.com. Our guest today is Dr. Francis Yu. He is a physician, complete clarity coach, and author. Francis, welcome to our podcast. Hi, thank you, Christopher, for having me. So you have one of the most unique books in the world, and it's related to this current crisis we're in. It's called the COVID Contemplations for Self-Awareness and Personal Development. Tell us why you chose to write that book. Yeah, so as a physician, I've seen a lot of patients come in, uh, in particular for, you know, I have anxiety, I have stress, and can you help me out? And a lot of it is you know, medications or getting therapy. And those things are important, right? Because otherwise, uh, some people can't function without those things. But in today's culture, it's about defeating our emotions. We have to fight our fear. We have to, you know, these unpleasant emotions are uh, kind of tucked away and never to be looked at. But we've seen a lot of interesting situations during COVID. couple of things I talk about is about people going on spring break, even though they were told not to, or people yelling at the people going to spring break. And what what does that really say about human beings and what we're we're thinking? And my approach was to challenge people to say, you know, uh, these uncomfortable times, these troubling times are telling you um, to feel hurt, angry, or whatever but these are opportunities to see ourselves and to grow. Uh, What I like to say is you go work out. By working out, you're you're pretty much destroying your muscle fibers so they can can grow stronger. But similarly to our eternal life, we're not challenging our thoughts, our emotions, our, our behaviors, they won't get a chance to grow. So this book is really written to challenge people to look at themselves and to grow and not just tuck away uh, these things they don't want to look at. And it seems like, because the, the book title, I mean, it, it's, it has almost of a stoicism thought process to it. I mean, are you a fan of stoicism with Marcus Aurelius and Seneca? Yeah, you, you know what? Um, my philosophical uh, fanhood, you can say, is more with the existential school. And interestingly, the stoicism and existential philosophy are I wouldn't say opposite, but they're looking at the same thing from different perspectives. So it's more, I'm coming more from the perspective that we all have a choice. We can choose to uh, go buy toilet paper when everyone else is freaking out, or we can uh, do something else. But a lot of the time, people don't realize they make the choice without realizing they make the choice. So we all have to be responsible for our choices. Yeah, so let's talk about choices because you are a doctor and you've studied this from a clinical standpoint. So what is going on with someone that decides to go out and hoard toilet paper during this time? So just walk us through some of the basics of what we can all do because at the, at the core, we have the same reptilian brain as that man or woman that goes out to get the toilet paper. So kind of walk us through the actual clinical medical side of that and what he or she's thinking. Yeah, so that's a very good point that there's different layers to our being, to our brains, to our identity, right? And we have this 
self-preservation, that we have to survive. And that is a very basic instinct. Uh, but we also have other instincts about social interaction, about helping others. Uh, that's why when human beings look at animals that have um, babies, right? Kittens and puppies, we go, oh, so cute. But when we see like a, like a baby uh, maggot or a, or a um, some other insect baby, we don't say, oh, how cute they are, right? It's just because <laughs> we relate to that instinctual relatedness to other uh, other animals and human beings. So it's this interesting um, interaction of all these instincts and um, priorities going on. And uh, that priority may be, hey, I need to make sure my, my uh, toilet paper is stocked so I can, uh, you know what, it doesn't really actually match to self-preservation. People have lived a long time without toilet paper, but that is connected to some sort of idea. I need toilet paper to survive. But uh, we have, I believe, greater aspects of ourselves uh, to serve others and to grow and to um, be more of ourselves, which isn't just fighting off others. It's really supporting each other and supporting the earth and supporting our own development. Interesting. So how do we actually apply this on a day-to-day -day level, Francis? So I hear that you wrote this book about contemplations, but at the end of the day, people are struggling. We had 50 million plus jobs of people filing for unemployment. We have no idea where this is going. So I'm curious, what practical day-to-day -day things do you feel we can think more or do more that we can really help people on this podcast and the world, frankly? Because again, it's about how do we share stories to inspire and inform? And in your case, since you're a doctor, what are specific daily things that you feel that we can all do to have a better mindset about this all? Yeah, I, I would say what I tell people is uh, occasionally you do need help right away, right? If you can't eat or those things, that's something you have to take care of right away. But the other aspect of it is that we really need to know what we really want. Uh, and, I, and I tell people, no one really wants to lose weight right? It, what they really want is to, they want to be sexy, they want to feel good about themselves, they want to, you know, there's deeper wants and needs. And once you really know what you want, right, you know, taking care of your loved ones, achieving your life goals, that, that lets you put into perspective that uh, these troubles from this time, uh, they're, they're going to go away at, in one shape or another. And it's the decision of what can I do today to make things work? And this is the crux of what I'm trying to say is that self-awareness, knowing why we're doing something we're doing is the key. And sometimes we need someone else to tell us, hey, hey, Christopher, hey, Francis, you're, um, if that's what you're trying to do, it, it doesn't really make sense sense. You have to look at it in a different way. But we're so stubborn. Our ego wants to say, no, it's my way. And uh, there's no, sometimes no room to hear. Oh, wait, you know, you're actually right. It's I'm my own worst enemy. I'm self-sabotaging and things like that. So really, it's about getting help. It doesn't have to be professional help. It's just about being open to someone else's earnest personal opinion, you know, right? Because uh, you don't want to listen to someone who's trying to um, tell you what to do for their own sake. 
So again, the, the key is to know why you're doing what you're doing. And number two, sometimes you need someone else to show you what you're doing because we often don't know what we're doing ourselves. Yeah, it's almost as if like, you're driving a car, you, you actually do need a shotgun driver, a backseat driver to see perspective that you have. And hence, you're a, a complete clarity coach. And I noticed that you're, uh, you talk about this Enneagram guide and the M uh, Myers-Briggs. I mean, that's something that you help your clients with relatively clean and get in a clarity. Yes. So without going into too much detail, they're uh, models of the human psychology and identity. And they're, I use them to help my clients and in general, my writings and everything I do to uh, give them a perspective to see themselves for self-awareness and personal development. Yeah. Interesting. 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 So what's, so do you feel that during this time you talk about this book, I mean, there is, what's the one feeling, the one response you might want your readers to really take away from your book during this time? Yeah. So in each, in my book, in each chapter, I end the, each chapter with some exercises, some questions to answer. And the main point is to challenge people to, to challenge themselves to grow because if you're not challenging yourself, you're not growing, you're just stuck in one place. And let's say, I want to do this. I want to do X, Y, Z. And five years later, you've done nothing for that. 10 years later, 15 years later, 50 years later, you're dead and gone. What did you do to try to do anything? Uh, so it's really about, seeing where you are, seeing where you're trying to go, and knowing that um, you, you have to do something. And it starts with uh, making some sort of change and challenging your own thought processes, your reactions, and much more. Interesting. That's great advice, Francis. Thank you so much for being on our podcast. How can our guests stay in touch with you and, and read your book? Yeah, so you can go to Amazon for my book. Again, it's COVID Contemplations for Self-Awareness and Personal Development. Uh, you can reach me on social media. My handle is Dr. Francis Yu on Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter, LinkedIn. Uh, so th those are the best places if you uh, want to connect. Great. Francis, again, thanks so much for your time. Have a, have a great day. Thank you. Thank you, Christopher. Thank you for listening to our Gifters podcast. If you want to turn your story into a successful speaking or coaching business, go to ChristopherKai.com for details.